The Second Amendment Caucus aims to stop the assault on the rights of law-abiding gun owners and to preserve the rights granted in the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state shall not be questioned. Article 1, Section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution. These legislators are on target with the chairman of the House Second Amendment Caucus, Representative Matthew Dowling. Thank you for joining us on this episode of On Target. I'm with State Representative Jason Ortitai, my colleague from the 46th Legislative District. Jason serves parts of Allegheny and Washington County, and he sits as a member of the Education, Environmental Resource and Energy, Gaming Oversight and State Government Committees. Jason, thank you so much for being with me here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about a uh, bill that you've been working on for a while that is of a lot of interest to our constituents that are uh, interested in the Second Amendment and gun rights here in Pennsylvania. And this bill would repeal and replace uh, what we refer to as the PIC system uh, here in Pennsylvania for background checks. Tell me a little bit about that bill, Jason. Sure, absolutely. Uh, we've been working on this bill now for about five years. Uh, there's been a lot of research and, and back and forth, uh, even with the state police itself, who, who runs PICS for us in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, but uh, a couple years ago, myself and Representative Gobbler, who, is, who has since retired, made the trip to the FBI Center in Clarksburg, West Virginia, to really learn more about what NICS could do. Uh, because we had heard from previous legislators that they had tried to do this when um, Corbett was the governor, and they had learned that the NICS system didn't quite have the technological capability um, to handle what we do here in Pennsylvania. So my thought was, let's go back down there, let's, let's take a look and hear what they have to say. And uh, we were very pleasantly surprised that the FBI had basically updated their, their technology. Not only could they do exactly what Pennsylvania does right now, um, they said that they would need a one-year staffing period to basically get ready because Pennsylvania itself would account for about 10% of their total background check system. Uh, but they were ready and willing to, to take it over and, and do it at no cost to us, which, is, which would be fantastic. Now, part of the reason we were looking at this is because it's a duplicative system. It's a background check. So when someone goes and purchases a firearm uh, today in Pennsylvania, they run through the PIC system and they also run through the NICS system. Um, previously, and this was right around the first time when I got elected in, in 2014 and in 2015, PSP was withholding about three, I think it was around 30,000 mental health records that they were not submitting to the feds to put into the federal database. Um, and they were, their, their reasoning for that was because that they were afraid that the feds were going to reject and send all of that information back to Pennsylvania. Well, after having many conversations with them, myself included, uh, they decided to send the mental health records up to up to the NICS system, and every single one of them were accepted, which is fantastic. Um, now, one thing of note here, because this is this is where people who are opposed to the bill really jump in. They say, well, what about all the PFAs and the temporary PFAs? Because a lot of times when people go to court, they file a PFA against someone, they don't have a number identifier. And in order to put something into the system, you have to have a birthday, a social security number, an address, something to match to someone's name so that when they go and run a background check on them that it would pop up. Well, we found a way in this bill to work with that. And I think 
what it does is it makes everyone in every state in the country safer because when we have these temporary PFAs, and there's about a thousand of them at any given time throughout the year, um, what we do is, is we would have that person match them with the PennDOT database. Um, so we would look at a picture and then we'd be able to, and that would be in a confidential and private setting. That person would be able to go in, look, find the picture of this person with their name, and then through the PennDOT system, be able to find a number identifier that we could then upload that into the national system, uh, which makes everybody safer. Uh, and it's a win-win across the board. But in addition to that, it, we would also save the state of Pennsylvania uh, seven to ten million dollars a year, and it would also save Pennsylvanians from having to pay um, a fee to run the background check system, which a fee to access a constitutional right is not something um, that I feel is appropriate. So for the end user, for those who are purchasing a firearm, this eliminates a fee for them. Um, I, I've toured the, uh, the state police uh, facility where the PIC system is actually uh, in operation before, and I know that uh, we deal with downtime with PICS and downtime with NICS, and if either system, uh, if NICS is down, then PICS is definitely down, but PICS can be down when NICS is still up. So we should be eliminating some downtime from the system as well. Is, is that something that you've looked at? Yeah, and that's been one of the major concerns from the, uh, from the gun shop owners. They, they keep being, they're, they're, they run these background checks, and then they're like on hold, for three, four, five, six hours, or the system itself is down, because the system itself is actually tied to about five other systems within PSP and other crime database systems. So if any one of those systems goes down, PICS goes down as well. And we've been documenting how often PICS goes down. And, and in previous budget hearings, I've asked the state police about this, and they say they're up 99% of the time that they're required to be. And I strongly disagree with that. We have documented it from gun shop owners that it has gone down and has gone down for long periods of time. Uh, and it's just not fair. Like the, the point is, is to run the background check system. Uh, and they have about 100, a little less than 100 employees over there running the PIC system. And, and part of the sell of this was, hey, you know, one of the things we're looking to do is if we can get rid of PICs, you're still going to need people over there to run the IT end of it to submit all these crime uh, database records up to the federal system, so you're not going to get rid of all of them, but whatever we are able to cut and save money on, we should be reinvesting into the state police uh, for future cadet classes. Yeah, so, you know, I know I've heard from gun shop owners and from those purchasing firearms um, that the system is down maybe more than has been reported. I know that's a constant kind of point of consternation. Now, Pennsylvania would not be the first state uh, to be going away from or, or, or to use the NIC system exclusively. In fact, uh, my understanding is that there's 30 states, the District of Co Columbia and five territories, and I believe we have a map that shows um, how that's being done uh, throughout some other states. Have you had the time to talk uh, with either bureaucrats or other legislators from those other areas to see uh, how just using the NIC system directly is working? Well, I haven't talked to any of them directly, but I've gone through and done extensive research on how these were implemented. Um, and all of them are, are working well, if, uh, and most of them are working better than here in Pennsylvania. They don't have this temporary PFA problem. Um, there's a lot of things that are working well in those states, and it's been done. And it's not been done in just Republican states. It's been done in Democrat states as well. Uh, and it, like I said, it's been working very well for them. Uh, I think a lot of states are moving away from their own system because they recognize that it's a duplicative system. Um, and that the federal system works just as well as any system they would have homegrown in their own state. 
So uh, what you're saying here, just kind of to summarize, is it makes things uh, safer. It's a better process for the end user. It alleviates some stress off of PSP and allows them to, um, to use those resources in other ways. And it saves the Commonwealth seven to $10 million a year uh, and eliminates a fee for the end user. So uh, those are all the things I heard. Is there anything I missed that makes this kind of a good bill, Jason? No, I mean, that, that pretty much sums it up really well. That's, if we can accomplish even half of those things in any piece of legislation, I feel good. And you know, to, to be honest, the, the number one factor in this bill is safety. We can't withhold information from other states because not everybody spends their entire life inside Pennsylvania. They move to Colorado, California, Texas, West Virginia, wherever they move. And if they have a temporary PFA and they try to go buy a firearm, they're going to get approved in that state because Pennsylvania withheld the record. This bill helps prevent that. And it does a whole bunch of other things, too, that you had just mentioned. And I'm very proud to be the prime sponsor of this bill. Well, hey, Jason, thank you so much for uh, being on Target with us today, sharing a little bit about your bill. Great piece of legislation from what I see. I believe uh, gun owners and those who want to ensure the safety of uh, the citizens, not just of Pennsylvania, but of the entire United States, uh, should be for this legislation. If they want to learn more, uh, how can they go about contacting you or uh, learning about this legislation? Um, that's very simple. They can go to my website, www.reporttie.com. Um, I have numerous press releases and all of my bills are, are listed there. Uh, they're also welcome to, to call my office at 412-221-5110. Jason Ortitai from the 46th Legislative District, parts of Allegheny and Washington County. Thank you so much for being with me today, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me, Matt. This has been On Target. For more information, visit Representative Dowling online at www.repdowling.com or find him on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This has been a production of the House Republican Caucus.